Oh, what is going on here? What is the meaning of this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah baby. Yep, I can hear the difference. I can't hear you at all now. I'll provide some banter. We start Thursday, I'll be naked as fuck. This call is being recorded. Hey, hey, welcome to week eight. And I have a question for you guys. Would you rather be the best player on a losing team or the worst player on a winning team? In the NFL? I don't know. I'm not going to specify. Just, you know. Well, in the NFL, absolutely the best player on the worst team because yeah. I'm going be to get, get paid a lot more. And, yes, that's very vain. But you're talking <laughs> millions here. I did not consider the monetary part of it. What about? I actually didn't either. <laughs> I'm more considering just a pride thing. In general, NFL and beyond, I would still actually agree that I would rather be on a losing team, but be top team. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, philosophically, I think I would pick winning team and be the worst player. <laughs> because even if I was the best player, I would hate just losing all the time. <laughs> it's true. That is but true. There's, that is true. There's only one. You can only go up from there. Right. So. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. And and money unless, aside, like think about the, the Detroit Lions. <laughs> <laughs> Stay <Yeah>. down. Pride <laughs> and true Detroit Lions. <laughs> but then you They've think about grit. like think about the NBA. Like if you were the worst player, you would never play. You'd be the 12th man. Like maybe you'd play four minutes a night. That would be right. awful. But right. if you were winning, I guess it would be a little better. But if you're the 53rd man on an NFL roster, unless you're like the backup kicker, you're getting in every special teams play probably. God, that is terrifying, though. I think that I think we, we've talked about this a few times, but how much money would it cost? Would it take for you to return a kick? <laughs> Retur- return a kickoff. Like what's you the know, minimum? What it, so it would actually 10, be like real life game situation, or like you would get no notoriety for this? Like <laughs> it's a get, simulation, yeah. but you'd feel all of it. You'd feel all of it, and let's say you've got to return against the uh, New England Patriots, and your career is over after that. No more football. It's just for the rest of your life. No matter it's what, just you you and pads, and you cannot you cannot take a knee, and you can't you can't take a knee. You gotta you gotta return it. I had thirty thousand dollars. What about twenty nine thousand? Yes. Hot take. <laughs> I mean, you would do it for free, wouldn't you, Corey? Pay me a hundred bucks. Like, yeah, it sounds fun, man. Like, Dude. of course, I'm gonna get smashed, you, but it's wear that NFL uniform would be cool. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Seriously, I'm on neat. an NFL field returning a kickoff or a punt or whatever it is. That sounds like a blast. Okay, what if it's virtual reality, but you feel? every physical part of it and no one that ever knows I would want to pay it. for I, yeah. I would want to be paid okay. for that so what's your price then maybe mine would be closer to ten thousand i i would definitely get a concussion lower. and break a rib yes. probably and yeah, have still... minor cte maybe <laughs> who knows 
for one play, no, maybe a concussion, but no, I'd, I'd still be probably pretty low on it. As long as I don't have like medical expenses, if they can cover that for me, then I'll do it for a thousand. Oh, young Corey, who doesn't worry about any physical impairments. <laughs> He's not that Just young wait. anymore. <laughs> I'm in the same age group as both of you now. So I know that is false. 36 and above is like its own <laughs> thing. I've never smoked weed with an old person. Okay. <laughs> another question for you. I have yes. a coin here. I have a coin in my Heads. hand. I think Stefan and I have done this activity before. If, if I flip it and it lands this side, you win a million dollars. But if it lands this side, you win zero. This coin is given to you for one flip. How much would you sell this coin for? So if you sell it, you don't get to flip it. Or would you not sell it? Would you just flip it? I'd just flip it. Go okay. broke. So at a million, Stefan, what about you? I'd sell it for a half a million. So you wouldn't sell it for $400,000? <sighs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Now, well, let's let's change let's change this and make it worth 100 million if it lands on this side and zero if it lands on this side. How much would you sell this coin for? What's the lowest amount you would accept? Oh mm. man. Um mine would still be it would be 50 million because it's a guaranteed lock. But oh, are you going to get somebody? Million. Yes, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if you take the odds, you know, you got 50% chance, which. Yeah. The coin's worth zero. 50 million. Yeah. Right. So the coin's worth 50 million. And I'd say any less, and I'd, I would not. I don't know. If I. <laughs> so we can do this all day. We can do this yeah, for an hour. Yeah, so you would yeah, take yeah, 40 million yeah. right now, cash. <laughs> well, I mean, I. I definitely say that I would because who there's no guarantee that somebody's going to buy it for 50 million. Well, that's a guarantee. It's a guarantee. They should, but yeah, Yeah, it's a guarantee in this situation. Well, so, so Corey, would you take 50 million or would you still want to flip it? I'd take 50 million for sure. I know there's a big jump from 50 to a hundred, but still like that's a, so now, now drop down and tell me what your minimum is. Where you wouldn't take any lower, like not even a dollar lower, on a hundred million coin. Yes. Oh. This sounds like ten dollars. Sounds like I'm a whore <laughs> when I say this, but I would probably drop it another another half and go with twenty five mil, because that's, not that's bad. still. Yeah. An yep. insane amount of money. You're set for life. Uh, yeah, yeah. A mil- hundred million dollar coin is much different than a million dollar coin. I think I would flip yeah. a million dollar coin. Yeah, that's. But I would not flip the hundred million. <laughs> I would no. sell it for a lot less <laughs> than it's worth. And for yeah. those of you who are wondering how this relates to football, look up the story about how Robert Kraft got his start. Yeah, that's your homework. That's your homework. Yep. The ever cool man of steel. All right, so how did we do last week? <sighs> I think I did all right in picks. I'm ready for week pod, Which That's is bad. Right. You know I'm doing bad in everything else. Well, podcast picks, we had a tough... Well, 
Corey and Stefan, you went 500, two and two. Okay. I, I went 0 and 4. Yeah, not not great. So on the year, Corey, you're 11 and 16. Stefan, you're 14 and 15. And I'm 11, 17 and 1. That's pretty bad. Yeah, it's not great. It's funny when I go back and look at these, I've almost always bet the other side or picked the other side in our picks league. Like by the time the game rolls around. Oh, really? Well, because you end up getting value. Yeah, my early week picks are not not holding for me. That's okay. We're going to do better this week. Definitely. We're all on the pod, which makes a difference. It actually does. Every time that we have all done the pod together, we have been, we've had at least one of our lineups go four and one, if not better. So, yes. Oh, on the mega. We're yeah. Yeah. Yep. We're all back together. Bets last week, I made a big stand on the Jags and I lost. Um, Stefan, later in the week, you seem to come off of your opinion on the Giants, though. Yeah, I did. I mean, that's the thing with stats, right? So if you look at them, um, Everything that you made your predictions off of made sense. I mean, on paper, the Jags should have killed them. So I, I kind of saw the writing on the wall and wanted to hedge some of my bets. Um, but yeah, ended up working out for me. I heard a great point today that made me question, because I follow the data and the stats. Um, like that's 90% of my of my decision-making in the NFL and these stats are based on basically averages of the last few years, right? Like when a team does this, they generally score this many points. So it Mm -hmm. it fits to a line, but there's always outliers in the line, right? When you're looking at a data set, there's always outliers. And perhaps this year, the outliers are the New York giants on one side (laughs) and on the other side, the Jacksonville Jaguars, (laughs) like, the Jags are putting up great stats, but they just can't win. Like maybe yeah. that's a 10% I'm not considering. Um, and same with the Giants. Like look at their stats. They they should not have won all these games. Yeah, I agree. I think all of their wins have been within three points. <laughs> every single one of the them. The Giants, yeah. And their yeah. loss, I, every one of their games has ended in less than one score. Yeah, within yeah. one score. <laughs> Uh, but you cannot measure that other 10%. That's why I just I can't figure it out. Can't go by feel. Yeah. All right. Um, so, Stefan, you won five spot off me on that. Corey, you won one spot off me on that. And, Corey, you won one spot off both me and Stefan on the New Orleans-Arizona game. You took Arizona. Woo-hoo! Finally winning a couple. I, I should have done a five spot. But (laughs) the only reason you won is two pick sixes within a minute. Yeah. Egregious. I'll give you egregious. Yes. (laughs) How great was that though? That man, that was an entertaining game. It was very, no, I was not entertained by the two pick sixes within a minute. That was disgusting. I threw up (laughs) in my living room. Oh no! Wow. Metaphor. Drink. Yeah, you should try to drink some alcohol. It might help that. Mm-mm. That is the first time he's ever vomited sober. So. 
(laughs) There's probably a lot of truth in this. (laughs) Mega contest was our worst week yet, but we were at 48%. Um, Out of all our five, our five sets, we, we won 12 out of a possible 25. Um, Our two shared sets, both got two wins. I got three wins. Corey got three wins and Stefan got two. Um, on the year games (laughs) on the year i'm at 22 and a half which puts puts me in 244th place um first place is has 29 wins so i think that's out of reach but i think we can cash yeah uh corey and stefan you're both tied at 22 you're on 339 and then our second group pick has 21 wins in 600th place and our first one has 19 wins in four 1500th place so on the year we're picking 61 percent. that's not bad that that's i don't think it's yours Corey. i don't think so either what's going on it's flickering like making a weird noise oh i think mine did that last week yeah. Hmm. What about now? Sounds amazing. I mean, it, it's fun. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let me uh, let me go through the picks for this week. You guys already know what they are because we're recording a day late. Um. I'll just run through what I picked for all of us. Stefan already made a change. I already made a change. I will um, be making a change. Corey today. will be making a change. Maybe live. Live, baby. I might right, be so making me. more changes too. Okay, here's what I picked. Um, Arizona at Minnesota. I took the Vikings minus three and a half. I think that spread's going to go up. I also like the Vikings in this game. Um, Miami at Detroit. I got Miami at minus three. That line has gone up to three and a half. Nice value. I like, yeah, I, like yeah, I, thought, I thought it would move. I'm not sure. I like Miami. I like Miami a lot. I, I think that's a, a great pick. Okay. So Tennessee at Houston. Houston's plus two. Let me tell you why I made this pick at the time. So... It's unlikely, probably, that Tannehill is going to play. So they've got, what's his name, Willis. Uh, Ah, More than likely to play, but it's not official yet. So I think what they did with this, this line dropped from four to two. Um, And I don't think that's complete. Like once it's confirmed that Willis is going to start. I think then the new line will lock in and it'll move a little lower. So I think this line has only moved 80%, right? So if Willis is confirmed, I don't, I don't know how far it'll move Houston plus one, that two and a half territory is kind of dead. Like it could move all the way to Houston minus two. And that wouldn't be a humongous move. Yeah. Um, So that's why I did that one. It's a great pick for now. And we can always move it if we need. Yeah. I, I like betting on Houston. I think they're a little underrated. Um, Tennessee's four and two. They probably shouldn't be. So it, in theory, I like taking Houston as well. Um, 
The fourth game I took was the Packers at Bills, and I think this line's going to drop. I'm surprised it hasn't yet. I don't love betting on Aaron Rodgers, but Packers plus 11 was my fourth pick. Makes me a little nervous. And the fifth one I took Browns, and that moved against me. It's up to four. So we've got it locked in at four. Um, I thought it was going to move the other way, so I was wrong. Um, I don't have an opinion on this game, although I think Corey does. And we're going to talk about this game in a little yep. bit, so we can save it for now. Yeah. But any anything you guys want to change? Any comments on my initial pick? Stefan, you came off of... Who'd you come off of? Green Bay. Yeah, and actually, I I want to flip it. I think the Bills are just going to destroy the Packers. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we we're going to talk about, about that, that game, too, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah. What did I do? I think... Here, let me switch to my picks. I think I came off of the Browns when it moved. I did. And... I switched to Seattle minus three. They're what were the Browns at originally? Was it four they, and a half? They were plus three and a half. And they and moved to. Okay. Four. And you yeah. don't so I, like I got us. The, yeah. Well, I got us the four, um, yeah. but we lost the value. We don't have an advantage on the field now. I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. So I took Seattle. We kind of talked about the Giants a little bit ago. Um, I'm still going to trust that they're going to regress. So <clears throat> that's why I, I took Seattle at home, minus three. They're, yeah. I mean, C- Seattle's got an incredible offense. But Did, did we right. lose your soundboard? We did. We lost the soundboard. I'm sorry. Uh, nuts. Here's so when we make a bet. Stefan is going to sing Lou Vega. Mambo number five, of course. And he has his guitar. Cued up. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> All right, well, shall we, shall we get into our picks this week? Yeah, yeah let's, let's do, do it. it. All right, all right. Thursday night, we have what appears to be a good game, I think. So, Stefan, I'll kick it to you first. We've got uh, the Ravens. They are plus one. And they are going in to Tampa Bay to play Giselle, or Tom Brady. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Baltimore, last week, they beat the Browns by three. Mm-hmm. And Tampa Bay, they obviously lost. Um, Got they smashed. In a division game at Carolina. Back home. Back home now. Is Mike Evans going to drop a pass this game? Could have changed the entire course of that last game. Um, over-unders, 45 and a half. Thursday night. Stefan, let's hear it. Yeah, so this is uh, another one of those games that kind of reminds me of the Giants-Jags uh, last week. You look at this line, and you're like, how are the Ravens underdogs here? And clearly, they've been better performing on the year. Uh, and the Bucks have looked atrocious. They've lost uh, four out of their last five games. And not against any bangers either. 
I mean, they lost against uh, Carolina, who traded away their most valuable player, and they're on their backup quarterback. I should say their third-string quarterback because Darnold is out as well. So, um, and I can't ever – who did the Bucks play before that? Um, I, I Pittsburgh. Remember, but, Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh, yes. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Um, and I – yeah, you said the Ravens did come off of a squeaker of a win. They were up at, by 10 points at one point, uh, and – uh, they squeaked by with three from a missed field, uh, field goal at the end, I believe. Uh, but that being said, um, I think this is where I'm going to skew from the paper stats and just go with the GOAT here. Uh, Tom Brady has not had a losing record since 2002. 20 years ago was the last time he had a losing record. And I think that's weighing on him. Um, So, you know, it's a short week. They're at home. I put the advantage with the Bucks, And they really, I mean, it's basically a coin flip here. I think they'll turn it around and get the win. Mm. Yeah, that... (laughs) Baltimore did not play well last game. Yeah. You know, even in the advanced stats, their early down success rate was 22 percentile on offense, 14 percentile on defense. Like the Browns were moving the ball on them. Hmm. All right. I I would argue Browns are a better team than the Bucks right now anyway. And that's the Browns with, um, uh, Brissett at quarterback. So I'm obviously not going to be agreeing with Stefan on this one. Um, PFF has their rankings pretty similar, both offensive and defensive and even adjusted EDSR. Um, So I I really don't think that we can just look at the stats. Um, I think what we need to look at is momentum and the momentum is not on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers side losing two games against pretty bad teams is not how you want to be. And I know that's not the norm for Tom Brady in his career. Um, but Stefan, you are going against not only, or you're not only against uh, what the majority of people are thinking now um, you're going against another goat. Kurt Warner has actually said, I had a notification pop up on my phone before the podcast um, that he says that both, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady just look quote unquote exhausted and (laughs) should just hang up their cleats at the end of the season. And I don't know about Aaron Rodgers. I think he can still come back from it, but man, this might bite me in the ass, but Tom Brady has not looked good all season. Lamar Jackson has looked good some of the season and he's getting back Rashad Bateman. And I think they will, have to have their passing game increased, whereas last week they could lean on the run like they obviously did. Um, so I, I definitely think that this is going to be a, a win for the Ravens, who should not be underdogs. In a neutral game script, I would personally put them as the favorites by like three and a half. So I think this line is way off, and this is one of those that I think I want to switch to in our 
picks for mega contests. So we'll talk about that later. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> also, just looking at their strength of schedule, Tampa Bay has played much either much easier schedule than Baltimore. Tampa Bay is about league average in the teams they've played. Baltimore is number five in in the games they've played. And fourth quarter win share, which looks at their percent chance to win throughout the fourth quarter. So it takes out end of game weird things that happen. Baltimore should have almost six wins. They only have four. Right. Um, and Tampa Bay, their fourth quarter win share is 3.03 and they have three wins. So almost dead on. The other thing I was noticing a good team that loses a couple in a row, usually something weird happened, right? They had four turnovers. Think the Bengals in week one against the Steelers. Right. Look at Tampa Bay the last three weeks. Okay, they they beat Atlanta by six points, and they lost to Pittsburgh, lost to Carolina. I mean, these are three teams that are probably not making the playoffs. Pittsburgh right. might get a little frisky. Uh, but either way, they're three not not great teams, average at best. There's been zero turnovers in those games. Oh, yeah. So like so this bad. is yeah. it's just it's definitively so, them playing bad. Yes, right. that's one of the things I struggle with is like removing yeah. turnovers from games. Were they lucky? Were they not? I mean, these were straight up games they lost. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with Tom Brady. Corey, you may be right. You may not. This is a classic spot where I'd usually go to Tampa Bay, who everyone is down on. I just looking at these numbers, I can't. I can't do it. Uh, yep. I also picked Baltimore to win the Super Bowl. Uh, so I'm going to go with Baltimore as well. One spot. Makes sense. Seven. Makes sense. I can't deny it. So if you, you want it, then you get it. I think I'll take it. A little bit of <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to do it, but some Stefan just saying, I'm going to do it too. <laughs> Let's <laughs> make it a party. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Just a one spot, to be clear. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, I'm Cha-ching. not going above that, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, this will be a fun game. Green Bay at Buffalo Sunday Night Football. Stefan, could you sing the Sunday Night song? Wait it all now. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> 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 Green Bay at Buffalo, as we mentioned earlier, the spread is 11. Corey, I'm going to kick it to you. Um, when 11 I finish and a half. This... Oh, did it update? Do I need to? Oh, boy. At least that's updated an hour recently. I don't trust Stefan, so I had to update my browser. Um, It's 11. My brother in Christ. Liar. Bet online. Oh. Even better. Yeah, 11. Okay. Oh, even better. Yeah, we know who Stefan's <laughs> over under is 47 and a half. Hmm. I like the under on that. And let's see here. We've got Green Bay. Um, gosh, similar story to Tampa Bay, right? <laughs> they lost to both New York teams and then they lost to Washington. Commies. <laughs> Buffalo Bills. Off a bye. And previous to that, they beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. Uh, Buffalo is 5-1. and one. Their fourth quarter win share is 
So maybe one win better than they should be. Green Bay is three and four. Their fourth quarter win share is 2.96. So about right on. Yep. So Corey, give it to me. I will give it to you. Uh, another old quarterback. Kurt oh. Warner said it. I'm right along with it. I mean, we've already mentioned about when you lose a key wide receiver or a key receiving piece, just how big of an impact it makes. And every single week I have to keep bringing it up when he's in a primetime game because it just, the offense doesn't look the same. Dobbs and Lazard are not reliable enough. The 50, 50 ball is not there. And the bills are going to exploit that on defense. Um, they're coming off the bye. Their team is rested. They are healthier. The defensive pieces were full participants in practice, so I don't think there were really any injuries to report on in this game. Um, early down success rate is going to be pretty similar, and both of them are top tier in the NFL right now, which is pretty crazy seeing as though the Packers have lost the past couple mm -hmm. games. Um but I think this is just a great spot for the Bills at home. Um, 11 points, that sound like a lot. And it makes us pause and say, hey, are they actually going to cover it? Well, look at the teams that they were able to do it against. Um, the Rams, they already did that. Uh, they covered, I think it was close to 20 points, close to 20 points against the Titans. And same thing with the Steelers. And again, Titans and Steelers definitely aren't the greatest teams. The Rams, we can say the same thing. They're definitely not what they were last year. Um, but still, they've shown that they can dominate a game, and I think they should be able to do that again. Zach, I like your point. 47 and a half sounds like a lot. We're probably going to get a lot of people betting um, on the Bills in our five-spot league. Um, so I'm sure Josh Allen is going to be pretty high roster percentage but i'm gonna go with them the bills covering 11 but, points yep green Bay's defense we came into the year everyone thought or a lot of experts thought they were definitely going to be a top five defense maybe the best defense i'm just looking at their metrics this year it's been all over the board like <laughs> yeah that last week they were their defense was 90th percentile that's 90th percentile in the last three and a half seasons basically the week before that was 70th percentile but then against new england and the giants they were in the teens so they're up and down um, i don't think they've had significant injuries on the defensive side to explain that so i don't know what any thoughts on their defense like if if their defense comes to play they're going to cover the 11 points right or is buffalo just too good on offense it doesn't matter are you just handicapping this based on Packers inability to score. I think we can go back to the Dolphins game. If Green Bay's defense or rather their offense can hang in there, um, it should be fairly close. The Bills were not able to dominate the Dolphins. Um, they yeah. lost that game, right? Um, so yeah. I'm just betting on that not happening. Yeah. Okay. Stefan. Were you talking about Green Bay versus the Dolphins? No, Buffalo. Their offense oh, got slowed down Dolphins. by Miami. Oh, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I think, Corey, you make some great points. I am in agree uh, agreement with you. 
uh, since 2018. Um, uh, this is one point that you didn't make that I want to hone in on. The Bills are coming off a bye since 2018. They are 2-1-1 one, and one against the spread. Uh, 67% uh, uh, success there. Uh, the Packers have looked awful all year. Um, this is, and I talked about this with the Bucks, uh, but Rodgers is, this is his first losing season in the league, which is incredible. Um, and they've lost three in a row, but I think there's just too much going for the Bills. And different from the Ravens Bucks, where you have the Ravens kind of being up and down, the Bills have looked fantastic every single game. And they were a second away from winning that Miami game. One one second away. They just yep. could not get the ball down to kick the field goal. Um, this is a game that I just, I cannot get on the Packers side. And I mean, the Bills are scored, they've scored 176 points this season and have given up 81. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to lock in the Bills. So I think everything I wanted to say about the stats has already been said. I just think 11 is maybe one, one point too many. Um, I'm not really interested in taking this game either way, but if we flip this game to green Bay and we move it four points to a seven, I would definitely be taking green Bay plus seven at home. So that's the main reason why I'm going to take the Packers here plus 11. And I hope nobody calls me for a one spot here, but I think it's probably going to happen. I actually don't really want to take one because I don't feel super confident in it. So (laughs) you and I are good. I am calling you on it. So, okay. One spot, Stefan, you got it. Ching, (laughs) ching. (laughs) Stefan, would you mind singing the Monday night football song for me? That's not it. Is that it? Oh, I gave you a little assist there. You probably never hear it because you're at bowling. Yeah. Yeah. Why do they not have the sound on ever at Stones? Because you got to listen to Bob Seeger and Meatloaf and OAR. Same shit, isn't it? Same shit 15 years later. To the East. <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals, um, probably the most interesting team of the last two seasons, in my opinion. So uh, hot right now. Going into their division rivals, all three of the teams in their division are their rivals, but going into Cleveland, by the way, there's like five games that are um, like highway rivalries, like in-state games this week cincinnati cleveland san francisco la um something in florida i would imagine (laughs) pittsburgh philadelphia ah there we go yeah um anyway uh Bengals are currently favored by three and a half i think this line's going to just keep moving all over the place. I don't know. 
Um, over under 46 and a half. And Stefan, I'm going to come back to you. You know what happened with Cincinnati uh, last week? Were you at the game? I was not actually. I was out of town, and my brother-in-law, who is his birthday, um, I gave him my tickets, and he had a lovely time. Congratulations to your brother-in-law. Um, Cincinnati won against Atlanta, thirty-five to seventeen. That's two wins in a row. And they are now four and three. I have their fourth quarter win share at three and a half games. And Cleveland is, what are they, two and five? Mm-hmm. Wow. Their fourth quarter is going to be crazy, isn't it? Four? It's, yeah, 3.73. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're off four losses in a row. They've, played wow gosh that doesn't seem right it says the 29th toughest schedule so the third easiest schedule or fourth easiest schedule this year wow they're playing baltimore new england chargers oh there it is atlanta pittsburgh jets carolina okay Uh, but last week they barely barely lost at baltimore great effort by cleveland um this week we are we are in Cincinnati, and the spread is three and a half over under 46 and a half. No, we're in Cleveland. We're in Cleveland. Spread is three and a half. Um, yes. Cincinnati's favorite over under is 46 and a half. Yep. I would love Me? to give some no, info. I'm going. Okay. I'd like to. <laughs> it's oh. I'm going to mute both of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I i've got just a, a short short little blurb here okay so okay. the the browns this season uh like mm-hmm. you said zach they're they should have definitely won more than they have and they're very good at losing by just a little bit four out of their five losses on the season have been under three points under or at three points Um, and what's interesting is both teams are really bad at their run defense. So I really expect a big game from Nick Chubb. Uh, and maybe we see something going on with Mixon. Um, but yeah, I, I don't necessarily think the Browns are going to win this one. Uh, the Bengals are kind of notorious for playing to their opponent's level. And you even saw that last week with Atlanta where they start started out just smoking and then you turn around and they're giving up touchdowns. And I think they, I don't remember what the final score was, but um, it should have been a blowout game by 20. And here they are letting their opponent score. Um, So I see this being a game where the Bengals come out hot and they kind of lose track of where uh, the Browns scoring and it becomes a close game. So I'm going to take the Browns here plus three and a half. Corey. So what, yeah, what I saw last week is a little bit different. It was a team adjusting to something that the Bengals have not done really all season, which is early down passing. Um, they, notoriously this year have been awful with it watching these games has been really frustrating to see the Bengals just 
run it every time or when they do pass it, pass it along the line of scrimmage. And they're finally getting the deep passes, the 50-50 balls, um, center field throwing on early downs. And I think it's made a massive difference. And that's why we're seeing Jamar Chase two games in a row, two weeks in a row, have phenomenal games. Um, T. Higgins is back and healthy. Um, we had Tyler Boyd back in the mix. The offense looks Huge game. so much better. It looks so much better. And so I really don't care a ton about Atlanta scoring a little bit on the Bengals defense. That's fine with me. I want to go more into um, the past from these games. And the Bengals are due to win against the Browns. If we go through the last five year or not five years, the past five games um, that goes back or, you know what, let's do six to go um, from December of 2019 um, to present day. We've got December, 2019 Bengals, Browns, Browns, one, 2719 Browns, one. Yep. Yep. Browns, one, December 29th, 2019. 33 no i'm sorry they lost Bengals 23 god i can't talk 33 23 anyway we're having high scores and the majority of them are much much bigger than three-point games um the next one 35 to 30 by the browns 34 to 37 browns win 41 to 16 browns win and most recently 21 16 browns win they have been dominating the Bengals um, over the past few years. Um, I, I really don't think that that's going to be a sticky stat anymore. We have a much better Bengals team and a worse Browns team with Brissett. Um, and the Browns, yeah, they should have won more games. But I think momentum-wise... Is, Br- is Brissett worse than Baker Mayfield? I don't think so, no. <laughs> <laughs> I but don't overall, know. I, as a team, you think the Browns are worse? I would say so. Do you guys disagree with that? I disagree. I think they're the same team. I, it's the same picture. You talk- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I, 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 um, Bam. Yeah. I think the Browns are the same team. I think the Bengals are better because they have Joe Burrow. Yeah. Um, over the past few seasons, yes, definitely. So for me, this is an easy win for the Bengals. They're due for it massively. Um, so, yeah. So if they weren't due, what would you make this line? Like, if I was not going with what Las Vegas put? I don't know. What? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just I'm going just on with Vegas. But... I'm just messing That's with. the right answer. <laughs> that is the right answer. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I think <laughs> I don't think Cleveland they're certainly not as bad as their two and five record. The Bengals have um earned the record they currently have, but they are accelerating at a faster pace than any other team right now. So this game's really hard for me because Cleveland is much better than they've been. The Bengals are not better than they've been, but they are getting better than they've been. So is this the game that (laughs) they're like, Hey, we've arrived. We're back. Um, I don't know because we look at the Bengals offense. The last two games has 
been by far their best two games um, on early downs. Like they're in the 90 over 94 percentile the last two games. They weren't above 51 prior to that. But look at the Browns defense the last two games, 90th percentile against New England and 77th percentile against Baltimore. Uh, also, Cleveland's offense last game, 86th percentile. I just I mm, I'm going to take the the home team in a division getting over a field goal. Although by the end of the season, even no matter who Cleveland gets back at their quarterback, um, even with Watson, I think Cincinnati will be better. They're on the up and up, but right now in this game, um, I'm going to, I'm going to take Cleveland. I will take a spot against both of you on that. Yes, that is fair. Fair and just. Make me feel yucky for betting against the Bengals. Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually the one who's shitting on the Bengals here. Are you all, all uh, right. dressing up for that game? The Halloween oh, it's game. on Halloween. I love that. Didn't yeah. the Bengals have a Halloween game? It's been sometime in the last four years, I feel like. It could have been a Thursday. It was definitely... <laughs> It was definitely a standalone primetime game, so either a Thursday or a Monday. Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. It's possible. It's entirely possible. Stefan, choice game. Yeah, so I took the Colts. I'm sorry, the Commanders at the Colts. Uh, the The line is plus three. And the Colts are starting Sam Ellinger for his first game. Uh, Heineke, I thought, was was very serviceable against uh, Green Bay. And you got a starting quarterback who... I actually read this book uh, this week that was talking about some interesting things. not read a book. (laughs) Well, I listened to a book. But you, you know what I mean. I know what you Anyways, mean. they were talking about the fact that it's really hard to um, to project these Heisman winning um, quarterbacks coming into the NFL and being successful. Like there's not really a metric that uh, showcases their ability to transition and do well. And one big thing that is different uh, in college is you know you're playing a wide variety of of uh, athletes who are typically uh, shorter and you can do a lot of dump plays and so uh, one of the big gaps especially for quarterbacks who are not as tall is they're going against linemen that are six five on average versus six one or six foot in in college and if you look at uh, Ellinger uh, he's six one. So I think mm. that might play a little factor here that, uh, you know, we've got nerves. We've got him performing uh, at uh, at home. And the spread is three points for the Colts. So uh, I think this is a perfect situation for the commanders to go back-to-back for wins. Yeah, I... I kind of like, what'd you say the spread was three? Colts are favored by three? That's what I've got. Yeah, let's double check it. But, um, 
Yeah, I actually like that looking looking at it here. Both these teams have been a little unlucky with turnovers. Um, Washington has been even more unlucky, losing almost an entire game to turnovers. Um, Colts have lost about 60%, so 0.6 of a game. Um, Yeah, I mean, both these teams have been bad, so this is tough. The only only reason I don't love Washington is when you're getting a quarterback on their first start, they tend to do well because the other team doesn't know how to game plan for them. Um, But I don't know if it matters here. (laughs) Colts have just been awful and sitting Matt Ryan, like if this is coming from the top is, are the Colts tanking? Like what? I don't don't know. It is coming from the top. Yeah. It was owner's decision to do that. Not yeah. coaches. Yeah, so who knows what the state of the team is, but I don't mind that bet. Corey, what's your choice game? Um, I'm going to go with one of the higher spreads in this one, um, looking at the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are favored by 10.5. And, um, and I was really looking at the amount of times and when um, the Eagles have accomplished that many points against a team. There have been two games this year where they've done that. um, And that is against the Vikings uh, in week two and the commanders in week three. After that, they have not been able to achieve more than nine points um, as a differential. They have been playing some teams, the Cowboys last week with a little bit better defense. So maybe not able to score as many points, but guess what? They were still able to score 26. Um, I'm actually going to be leaning towards the Steelers though. In this one, Um, the Steelers are 28th in adjusted early down success rate. Um, So similar to the Bengals, I think we are seeing the offense slightly change now that we're playing around with which quarterback should be starting and such. I don't know if the offense will be able to score a lot of points, but the only time that we really saw Pittsburgh lose by that many points was against the bills. Um, So I I don't like seeing a spread this big. Yes. I know the Eagles are at home, um, but I think they're going to be able to keep it within a touchdown or at least at seven points. So we're going to go with Pittsburgh. All right. I like it. You're taking Pittsburgh plus ten and a half? Yes. All right, Stephanie, can you sing the song Ride With Me by Nelly? I don't think he's heard it. Hey, must be the money. The money. That's Corey. That part. We are on the same here. game. I, I'm also on Pittsburgh plus ten and a half. Let's Pittsburgh, ride. Pittsburgh has I played like the hardest schedule in the NFL this year. And they are two and five. Fourth quarter win share, 3.01. They should have won one more game. Uh, they've lost, God, I can't remember now, a shit ton to turnovers. Uh, yes. 41%. Uh, Three last week. Philadelphia is great, but you know what? I hate teams that take a bye when they've been overperforming. Philadelphia is not the best team in the NFL. They are not the best team in the NFC. They've been sitting on their asses for 14 days hearing how good they are. 
This is going to be a smack in the face. I like Pittsburgh to win straight up. I think I'm going to bet a little Ooh. money line. Um, that's a that's a bit absurd, but I'm sure that money line is God. What three it to is one? A bit. It's got to be more than that, right? Um, maybe. Let's see. Where are we? Pittsburgh. Oh, there it is. Um, it is three point seven five to one. Yeah, that's insane. It's pretty good. Stefan, you should call us for five. <laughs> no, <laughs> this that was one that I was considering. Like, uh, if you look at, it's funny on, uh, on Sunday night I started watching the Steelers Dolphins game. And yeah. at halftime, it was what sixteen ten. That first drive that uh, Tua had was amazing. They looked incredible, scored so easily, and they—I mean—they slowed down a little bit. They really didn't get that many drives. But I was like, oh, "All right, I'm going to go to bed." I woke up, and it was ten to sixteen. I was like, "What? That nothing yeah. happened? Yeah. Incredible! <laughs> they didn't cover." Um, it had to be the most boring second half ever. And that's because the Steelers are, they have a legit defense, even with all their in, in, injuries. So, yep. Yep. I think it's a really, oh. really good play. Are we going to be talking about picket to pickens five years from now? I'd say so. I think so. I think picket picket's going to be good. Good. He's yeah. He's going to be, a Steelers quarterback for 15 years, right? I mean, I think so. I think he'll be generational. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What game are we, what game are we most looking forward to? And Stefan, you can pick any game since you are not going to a game. I'm not going to a game. That's true. Corey, are you going to a game? Uh, no. No, okay. <laughs> Not traveling to Buffalo for Packers Bills? Maybe. Thought about it. Thought about it, but oh, sounds uh, like declined. an expensive ticket. Decline the yeah. opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm really curious Stephen, about the Packers Giants. Bills. No, Giants Hawks actually. Like, yeah, Seahawks have been really fun to watch, and so have the Giants. Like every game they bring it, and uh, yeah, I'm just kind of interested. Uh, 49ers Rams this also looks good. Packers Bills gonna be Ooh, so yeah. much fun to watch. 49ers. I mean, there's Rams. a few good ones. Yeah. Hmm. I think this Browns Bengals game is very important for both teams. Like, obviously, yep. clearly the Browns cannot lose. If yep. the Bengals lose, they they'll probably still be all right. Um, but statement win for either team. Bra- Browns have to win. That's the right. other thing we didn't talk about in that game. Like that's that's a must win. Yep. Division, yep. you know, if you're looking in the division, Ravens are obviously on top because they beat the Bengals and the Bengals. Um, but they're tied, right? Uh, tied in wins, but they've yeah, they've tied in wins, but not in life. <laughs> right, right. Um, uh, but then if it's, the Ravens lose and the Bengals win. Yeah. Back on top, boys. It's entirely possible. Um, but I'm out of they, I'm out of survivor, but Oh no. Oh, are you? 
Yeah. I, New um, England. Yes. But if I didn't take New England, I'd still be out. Because <laughs> yeah. I would have taken Tampa Bay. Yep. So that's okay. Well, you Proud still won. You. You Live to fight another day. Yeah. Next season. I lost six, seven weeks ago. <laughs> it was week one. <laughs> and we, uh, you took the Titans just like we did in Mega Contest. Alas, I did. And they looked so good after the first half. Or b- b- during the first half, I guess. All right. Soon. Take us out, Stefan. Sing us a song. Oh, Danny boy. <laughs>